The following Art Track production is brought to you by the Gallifreyan Embassy and has been made possible by donations from listeners like you. Doctor Who Pod Shop. Okay, well, let's do it now. I have it. <laughs> uh, whatever it is, if it's valuable, send it to us. <laughs> <laughs> For the best in all things Doctor Who, it's Doctor Who Podshock, the podcast all about Doctor Who, the longest-running science fiction television program, with Louis Trapani, Ken Deep, hello, James Norton, hello, news, fabulous, reviews, oh, no. and fan mail for James, uh, 40,000, Doctor Who Podshock, from the Gallifreyan Embassy and Outpost Gallifrey. You know, that guy James was really cool. Oh, yeah, we blew that. <laughs> I'm the Doctor, and who are you? Outpost Gallifrey presents Doctor Who Podshock. This is a special Aftershock edition of Doctor Who Podshock. This is um, right in the wake of the news of the 11th Doctor being announced. I'm here with Mr. Ken Deep. Hello. Hey, Ken. And James Norton from Across the Pond. Hello, hello. Or I'm Across the Pond from James Norton's point of view, and this is Louis Trapani. And we're here gathered to talk about the announcement of the actor that's going to be taking over the role of uh, that uh, David Tennant currently is in as the Doctor. Shall we give out the name of Spoil? Well, forget it. You, you, if you, you, you're not going to... There's no way you're going to avoid <laughs> yeah, the name. This doesn't really qualify <laughs> it's not as a spoiler, a spoiler anyway. does it? If, if yeah. you don't want well, to know, you're not a fan. <laughs> you, you have to kind of... The 11th your Doctor will be none other than, than Matt Smith, the youngest man to take over the role. Of Doctor Who, he's only 26 years old. I say only, but uh, if you've seen any of the interviews with him, he, he's got he has a gravitas that's uh, that's actually very interesting. It's a, if they if David Tennant is um, what uh, besides my wife calling him Doctor Hottie, what, what do they call him? The um, not cyberpunk doctor. They have another. And it's not emo doctor. He's definitely not an emo doctor. I can't think of the term they use. But Matt Smith will be the goth doctor. Apparently, we've been speculating with Stephen Moffat coming on board that the show might take a slightly darker, more mysterious tone, it's kind of reminiscent of the the Hinchcliffe era. And if that is the case, then this is the right man to, to portray the doctor. Hmm. Well, James, have you seen him in other roles? Uh, well, I was I was talking to to Ken um, about this just literally after the confidential finished because well, I, I was sat down in front of the telly uh, with my iPhone and I have Twitter open and uh, instant messaging open and I was getting loads of emails from from friends and just saying you know great news because anybody who follows. Uh, Billy Piper's work will know that he's acted alongside Billy Piper twice. Firstly, uh, he he was in The Secret Diary of a Call Girl uh, in the first series, I think the sixth episode or something like that. And he was also in um, Ruby, The Ruby in the Smoke, which was sort of a period drama um, uh, alongside Billy and, and, and a lot of other uh, highbrow actors. I personally haven't seen any of his his work intimately. The name rung a bell. I knew who he was, um, but to my mind, I, I I was fairly certain that they were going to pick an actor who was relatively unknown. And I think if you if you ask most people on the street 
who's Matt Smith. Before this, they wouldn't have heard of him. But I think that's also true of of David Tennant. I think I knew of David Tennant. I knew he had been in things like... Um, um, Casanova. Casanova, exactly, which was his, his, his big thing before Doctor yeah. Who, alongside Russell T. Davies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think loads of people hadn't heard of him before he, he came into Doctor Who, and that's when his career really has is, is, is kicked off. What was more of a surprise to me was that just from tidbits of, of information that Stephen Moffat had, had put out there, and even in the confidential, he he made a point of this. He said, um, you know, he, he, he was speaking to the BBC and, and and saying that he wanted to have someone who was a little bit older, to someone who was more mm. sort of wiser, bring some wisdom to the role, you know, at least in, in their 40s or whatever. And he, he, he quickly said, well, you know, that must seem quite hypocritical. I've contradicted myself because I've casted someone who's who's 26, um, which is quite funny because on the Twitter feeds and everything, and even Ken and I, when we were talking about it earlier, uh, were saying that that a lot of a lot of fans, he's he's younger than a lot of fans, and, and that's like one of the first times that it's ever happened, really, I guess. Um, but I haven't seen any of his stuff before, but I'm... I'm, I don't know what you guys feeling are about it, but I'm I'm excited about this. So, okay, we haven't seen him. I, I am too. The, yes, the, the idea of someone being this young isn't that new. Only because it was um, rumored, or actually, it was in a BBC News article about Russell T Davies had suggested Russell Tovey, who at the time was uh, 26 years old. He's now 27, but at the time he was 26 years old as well. So when I first heard. The name Matt Smith, it didn't, you know, it didn't penetrate right away. I heard he was 26, and I'm like, oh, is that the, the guy that Russell T. Davies had recommended? And then I realized it wasn't. It was uh, Russell Tovey was the, who um, I think Russell T. Davies had um, offered as a recommendation, who was the same age. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it is interesting. It, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's it's uh, he, he's only he's, um, a year. He was a year old when we formed the California Embassy. So, but um, I, I, mean, I was just going to say he, I've, I've actually been a Doctor Who fan longer than he's been alive. Yes, <laughs> same year. But, but hey, I mean, th- that's time is what happens when you're in uh, involved with uh, a show that's as, as longest running as, as this is. I mean, longest running sci-fi show ever. He's your age. Uh, He's just about your age there. Yeah, James. well, I was joking with Ken on Skype before that uh, it, it gives me hope that maybe I'll uh, play the role of the Doctor one of these hey, days. We were all hoping they were going to announce your name. <laughs> I'll be the, the, the ginger doctor that uh, <laughs> the doctor it. was. I wanted to be ginger. Well, I want to play the doctor. I'm ginger. Kind of. Yeah, I, we got you got our vote. <laughs> well, I think I can't remember who it was, but I was looking, sifting through the um, the, the the forums over on yes. podshock.net. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm I'm terribly sorry. I can't I can't recall who posted it, but they they were joking and saying how they were rooting for me. And then of course Colin, uh, our correspondent over in in Liverpool, uh, Abbasock will have to take over from me when I'm done as as an old uh, joke <laughs> pod shock joke that you know he would be my stand-in when when I couldn't make it on the show just to have a, a British guy on the show. So I thought that was quite funny. So it's nice to know that that that. People out there want me to be the the twelfth or thirteenth. That's uh, fun, <laughs> <laughs> and you guys can be well, my seeing, companion. Seeing that no, no American can be, you know, where Lewis and I are, are ruled out. 
Yeah, that and, I, I and think I can't act my way out of a paper bag. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go so far, Ken. Um, but I, I would say that yeah, an American. Sadly, I think I think it's more likely to be a woman than an American. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, I, I think one given is that it has to be a, a British actor. I would say. Yeah, or at least lived in in Britain for some time, or yes. even if we we're not yeah. born there, but. Uh, what, do, what do they call it? Naturalized or, or whatever, the, however you describe it <laughs> in, the, uh, in the U.S. When, when somebody becomes a U.S. citizen. Um, but I, I, th- I think it's, it's it, I don't mean to be rude to, to Matt Smith, but he, he, he's, he's very interesting sort of, um, uh, he's got this interesting look. Um, he very, uh, you, you can kind of understand what in the confidential uh, peers, uh, Wengner, I think, was saying. I can't remember if it was Stephen Moffat or, or Piers Wengner, who's now the head of drama over at BBC Wells, said that as soon as he saw him, he knew that he was the one because he's got this kind of alien quality about him. And just seeing him and looking at the the interviews, you can kind of appreciate that because he he does appear older than his years. Ken said he's got gravitas, and that's really true. And and that's why I'm thrilled about this. And I kind of catchphrase well, from Ken when you've, has been go on sorry Ken mate when you see him in some of these interviews and there are a few uh, inter- interviews available and and if you catch the confidential through various means you'll understand when you when you hear him speak and when you hear him interviewed that he does have a, a, a um, something to him that uh, suits being the doctor mm. and there's a great shot on the uh, BBC website that I think Ken has got as his desktop background, and I'll have to to find it online where I, he stood I think next I to. Emailed. Oh, did you email it? Spot on. Um, I don't know if this is going to be his costume. I guess not, um, because he's he's obviously got six months to kind of prepare the character because they're going to be shooting this summer. Um, I guess they're going to try and get all of the the David Tennant specials out of the way. They're due to start filming that later this month. So I guess they're going to film all of the David Tennant specials in one sort of block. And then once that's done, um, it'll be over to, to Matt Smith. Um, but I would advise anyone who hasn't seen The Confidential to, to see it, particularly fans who are relatively new to the show, because it gives a great insight to all of the doctors that have come before. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a great introduction to the show, yeah, I'm really. looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, it, it's 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 a nice little confidential. But I have to say, random. I mean, why now? I, I guess maybe the BBC was worried that they wouldn't be able to keep well, the lid on this. Yeah, I think that's what I think. It's going to create more work and effort and energy to keep a lid on this. I mean, as Ken said, you know, they're going to be starting shooting soon. They, they you want to get some press, some PR photos. You need uh, marketing. Everyone's going to be exposed to this new actor. You know, you can't. You know, everyone well, can't um, sign they, off saying that they're not going to say a word. It's going to leak out somehow. So instead of dealing with all the stress of keeping a lid on it, might as well just announce it, get it out there, and now they can, um, you know, go forward. You know, they they can. Uh, they got very lucky. They held it off past the Christmas special so that they could keep the mystery of the next Doctor going. Yes, uh, it's clearly it. if they would have announced. Sure. They would have announced this prior to that. That whole the whole illusion would have been shattered. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I agree. I think they just were worried that you know, look, they they made this announcement on their terms, unlike the past. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Mm. And I, 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 you know, I think we were talking about uh, with this about uh, with Peter Davison um, over the phone, and he was saying that he wouldn't be surprised, or we wouldn't be surprised, if the BBC actively put out loads of rumours, kind yeah, of red herrings, as to who was going to be playing the Doctor next, specifically to 100%. keep it secret. Um, because the proof of that is in, in the in the list in the odds of who was going to be the next doctor, his name was nowhere on it, and there were a hundred yes. names on it. Yeah, and and it's only now, including including Moffat saying, "I'm going to pick an older actor." That threw yes. everybody off, looking in the wrong direction. Yeah, and I mean, even now on on the um, the BBC website, they have a, a, a runners and riders page. Um, talking about who's going to uh who could possibly play the next doctor and they have you know who we've all seen before patterson joseph yeah, david everyone, morris everyone's putting their bets on patterson joseph for some reason. yeah but they've only just added matt smith to the list i didn't see his name there before or his his profile so i mean i think they have deliberately kept his name off the radar, so to speak, so that it, it is a surprise to to everybody. And well, this also, is what I was hoping for, yeah, I was hoping that it was going to be uh, someone out of left field, someone that hasn't been bandied about in the recent, you know, um, talk of who's going to be the next doctor. So I'm glad it was someone that I hadn't heard of, and that's what I was expecting. I love the, f- I love that there was that Paul McGann was on the list. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical, <laughs> mostly because it's like, hey. Paul McGann could be the the new doctor. Paul McGann's already been the doctor. I mean, <laughs> you know, we might as well say, you know, William Hartnell might be the next doctor. Yeah, that mm. might be hard to pull off. A little bit hard, but uh, <laughs> well, he is going to be younger, know. so he could maybe go into instead of just being younger in age. Uh, never mind. And, and and those that do doubt his acting, I mean, I haven't seen his acting abilities, uh, but just it, you can't be prejudiced over someone's age. I mean, Heath Ledger was what 27 when he um or 28 when i know he was 28 when he passed but he was um when he played the joker in the dark knight and if you've seen that movie you know how incredible he was in that part forget that part um broke back mountain and other roles that he played where he was younger he did an outstanding job so mm-hmm. you know you can't be prejudiced against someone's um youth mm-hmm. well i mean <laughs> it the thing is is that i think everybody when it when it comes the time to for the doctor to change to regenerate it's usually the case that they kind of purposefully make him in some aspects opposite to his his previous character yeah, to create some contrast uh, yeah so that it it, it re uh, invents itself the show and 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 also kickstarts some more interest in there because that's what is brilliant about Doctor Who, and it's, I look forward to, I, I'm always sad to say goodbye to an actor, and I'm always going to be sad to say goodbye to, to David Tennant when, when he goes, because he's done such a terrific job, um, just as Christopher Eccleston had did, had done. Um, but also, it kind of reaffirms your love for the show and gets you all excited about it all over again. Um, and that's what it's been like this evening. I mean, I've just the, uh, loads of friends have I been chatting. That, to Go on, Ken. If you if you watch him in those interviews again, you get a sense of of who he is. And you're saying they they pick a, an actor that's different than the current actor. David Tennant has boundless energy 
in the part of the doctor and even when you watch him his his manner of speaking his his uh, enthusiasm even when he's holding back come pouring through when you watch the all too brief matt smith interviews you can see that there may be a more laid back um uh this, this darker somber Maybe not. We'll see when when he actually plays the role. But when you see the contrast in personalities of the actors, of course the actor is going to bring something of himself to the role. So there 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 is something to be gleaned from watching him in the interviews. Mm-hmm. But I'm just I'm really thrilled, and uh, it, it's it's nice that they've they've picked someone who maybe isn't classically good looking, and I'm, I don't mean that to sound offensive or, or anything towards Matt um, but he's not um, classically good looking he's a handsome chap and I think he will be a hit with the ladies um, but in a different way from David Tennant and I like that they've that they've they've gone for the guy who they seriously think is going to be the best guy for the job um, I think both- the girls who are into like movies like Twilight are going to love him Yes. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you um, bring that up, Ken, because uh, I was sitting next to my girlfriend and we were both watching The Confidential and she made a similar sort of remark that uh, that he looks almost um, uh, vampiric or, or something along those lines. Is he that, that guy from Twilight? And uh, But I think it's it's nice that they've choos- chosen someone who's very hip and, and trendy and up and coming because, let's face it, he's got a very impressive CV um, to say he's he's so young, and I think he's going to bring a lot to the role. I also like to remind everyone that when an actor is originally cast as the Doctor, and the first photos of the actor is released, he very rarely does look like that in the role. When when it actually, I mean, I, I can re- remember when Colin Baker was picked, and he looked. You know, the first pictures I saw of Colin Baker uh, being announced as the Doctor it looked nothing like what Colin Baker. Forget that the, the outfit. Forget. I mean, just his hairstyle and everything else. It looked drastically different, and the same thing goes with um, you know, because usually the, the, they'll change it a little bit for the for the role of the Doctor, you know, and that's usually the case even in more recent history. You know, Christopher Eccleston changed his hair a bit for the Doctor, and um, we'll see what he looks like when he takes the role. Mm, I couldn't agree more, and I'm really looking forward to the. I, I think I said this uh, after. Um, we reviewed the next doctor i'm so looking forward to the 2009 specials because this is a really great turning point where they can do so much and and they really are bringing in a lot of new blood to the to the the program i mean julie gardner's leaving phil collinson's left uh russell t davis is, is leaving david tennant is leaving so and of course all the companions have gone so it, it's an exciting time, and and uh, I can think of no one better to lead the uh, program than Stephen Moffat. And uh, to modify Ken's uh, catchphrase, in Moffat we trust. And I think I'm excited that we're going to see maybe see a darker uh, side, more gothic side to Doctor Who. I guess time will tell. Yes. <laughs> Ken, you still there? I am, and actually, I was going to suggest to everybody, and they, and they already have. But uh, you know, if you if you want to discuss this, and throw some ideas about, and and chat it up, of course, uh, on the Podshock website and forums, you can do so. And I'm sure Lewis at some point will be making an eleventh Doctor area 
on the forums, oh, the yes. Matt Smith era <laughs> on the forums, and uh, we'll be chatting it up there and talking about this. We have a year, uh, a year till we see him take over the role, and, and we'll start seeing, I'm sure we'll start seeing some photos of him in costume and on set heading into, this will be something to look forward to as the, the weather starts to turn warmer in um uh, in in this hemisphere, anyway, uh, for not for our Australian friends, of course, and uh, looking forward, you know, in a few months to getting those first photos and the first rumors. Now, he mentioned in one of the interviews that he's already read the script for episode one and episode four, so we know that the scripts are out there. As he used, uh, I think they used some of that for for the audition. So these are this is just very exciting. It's great. It's um, I was picturing the white smoke coming out of the Vatican. And they picked the Pope. They picked the Pope. <laughs> I don't know what so it would be for Doctor to, Who, though. Did, did they wait until the end of Confidential to announce it? Um, it was a, a really interesting uh, episode, and it keep you kind of um, guessing the whole time because the first thing that they showed was David Tennant saying that he's envious of whoever's going to take over the show. I think then they went to Russell T. Davies and he said a little bit, and then they went to Stephen Moffat and he said, um, we've picked for the 11th Doctor the youngest actor who's ever who's ever gone into it, and I think that's really interesting. And then it kind of went through this um, uh, recap or, or showing you what all the previous Doctors had, had, had come before, and then there's a 30 odd something clip on the BBC website, on, on the BBC News website where they've announced a new Doctor where uh, Matt Smith comes on and he says, you know, I'm, I'm, I was flabbergasted and, and talks about how, you know, he, he, he really was astonished that he came to the role. That's when they first introduce him. And because as soon as he came on the screen, I was wondering whether that was the, the Doctor, they're going to be the next Doctor. And then, because it, it takes a couple of seconds for the a little bar across the bottom to come up and say, you know, Matt Smith, eleventh Doctor. So it was it was probably three quarters of the way in until they mm. actually announced it. So it really it was great to watch because it kept you guessing all the way through and uh, and was it was a lot of fun. Another Smith, a Doctor Who fold. Yes. <laughs> indeed, indeed, very popular. Well, it just goes to you know, show how popular a name it is. But uh, I, I like Lewis' little joke on on Twitter. You know, John Smith. John Smith. What's all this about? John Smith. Oh, Matt Smith. Well, you, you've got to have Smith in Doctor Who. Well, of so. course, you know the Doctor has been using Smith as his name for a good forty years now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, ever since John Pertwee, at least, anyway. So, it's yeah. all good. Yeah. But anyway, I guess we've probably rambled on we've rambled on yeah but we wanted we definitely wanted to get this out as quickly as possible just because the the reaction is there and i'm sure on the enhanced podcast lewis will have some photos uh of matt smith included so if you haven't seen haven't been online if if you've been you haven't been active on any of the forums or anything or you're outside of the outside of the realm of getting this kind of information well here it is they're on the podcast so Great yeah, stuff. Well, maybe uh, we'll finally... Uh, also, one, a, a quick mention, because uh, this has this kind of overshadowed this, but for our New York tri-state area friends, um, New York Comic Con, uh, February 6th, 7th, and 8th, 2009, at, I believe, the Javits Center, Lewis, yes. in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. uh, Colin Baker is going to be the guest, as well as Paul Cornell. Is that 
that the, that the case, Lewis? As far as I know, yes. Paul and, and Colin will both be uh, there. Amongst other sci-fi guests, of course. But the, but this is just great news. Web, that uh, Yeah. If you, uh, as of yesterday, their website hasn't been updated to include those two. But they have a slew of uh, guests there. Mostly, you know, comic book related since it is a comic book convention. But they have some Peter Mayhew who plays Chewbacca in the Star Wars films. He's going to be there. But William Cat, yeah. hero. So, I mean, they have some non-comic book related guests as well. So this is this, just excellent this news in that. Gallifrey, um, so it's uh, and I, as I told uh, Sean Line from from Outpost Gallifrey that this is sort of an appetizer for for the following week, which is the big mega convention of Doctor Who uh, Gallifrey 20 that's taking place in Los Angeles. And uh, we're going to be there and we're doing a live show. So, you know, you'll be hearing more. All about that. three of us. For the first time, live on stage that, together. This is bigger news than than um, Matt Smith. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you believe that, uh, if, believe if anything. Matt, if Matt Smith is free, uh, February fourteenth, fifteenth, whatever that weekend is, uh, feel free to come to LA. Yes, <laughs> ring him up and invite him to our show. Although he probably won't be able to talk about anything. No, sadly, no. I'm sure he's sworn. He's under contract. He, you know, you know what? He doesn't have to say a word. He has to come in and just say, hi, everybody. I'm Matt Smith, and I'm the 11th Doctor. That's all he has to say. Listen, and Matt's, after that, he could talk about his Matt Smith his has cats, to be a common his name. Flat, I'm his sure, girlfriend, whatever he wants to talk about. I'm sure we can find a Matthew Smith here in the U.S., and we can bill it. You know, he, we're going to have Matt Smith on the stage with us live at Gallifrey. If you, and if you remember when Sylvester McCoy was announced, I mean, he came over and did conventions within a week of being announced as the doctor. And he really didn't have anything to say other than I'm going to play doctor who he doesn't have to say anything. He's the new doctor. And that's all that needs to be said. True. Get the word out there. Get no one, I, you know, you'd be foolish to say to him, okay, so what's the first story like? I mean, who's going to answer that? <laughs> anyway, no one. that's me just standing yeah. about there. Well, anyway, that's our, that's our, um, our, aftershock with matt smith news and colin baker and paul carnell and new york city news and and of course lewis james and i being at gallifrey 20 the weekend after in february very exciting all three of us are going to be there this time mm. we promise it won't get canceled like boston in <laughs> july <laughs> and um and I'm very pleased that now all the rumors and speculations and news disguised as uh, rumors disguised as rumors about, you know, who's going to be the next doctor is finally put to end, put to rest. We can put a nail in that coffin and now we can just speculate about his costume or whatever. You know, we don't have to worry about who's going to be the next doctor anymore, at least for another three years. Well, no, because hopefully- no, you know what happens the minute he takes over the role, who will be the 12th doctor? I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least for the next year. <laughs> I mean, really, all we've bought ourselves is 2009, not having to discuss that. Mm-hmm. Because the man, he, the man won't even be the doctor for one episode, and someone will already be talking about, so when are you going to regenerate? How long are you planning to stay? It seems like that. I mean, they, they certainly asked David Tennant that question, I don't know how many times, uh, when, when he was only... hired at a job... Just- do people ask you on the first day? So when are you going to quit? Yeah, it's it's odd, isn't it? Really, when you think about it. Welcome but. to our company. So, do you know <laughs> when, when you we're going to fire you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome aboard. When are you leaving? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something from airplane or something, doesn't? It? Or I don't know. 
it just made me laugh also uh, to bring up another similar sort of reference uh, that uh, with all the talk on Twitter, Lewis yesterday was saying uh, uh, it just makes you think of about Spinal Tap with yes. all these go to 11, 11. <laughs> well, this one's <laughs> it was 11. Every other tweet on my, uh, on my feed was just 11, 11, 11. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Well. I, I think that probably wraps up this aftershock and we'll have a whole year to talk about, you know, and speculate what Matt Smith will bring to the part. Matt Smith, yes. Exciting times. Okay, well, take it away, Matt Smith. Well, we congratulate Matt Smith and hats off to you. Kudos. Listening to a special Doctor Who Podshock Aftershock episode by the fan run GallifreyMC.org and presented by Outpost Gallifrey at Gallifrey1.com. Doctor Who is owned and trademarked by the BBC. Doctor Who Podshock is not affiliated with the BBC in any way. Come back next time for another exciting and informative episode of Doctor Who Podshock. You can email us at feedback at podshock.net. Opening theme by Jeff Smith at thejeffsmith.com. This is Louis Trapani. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Louis Trapani. You can also follow James Norton at twitter.com slash James Norton. This has been an Art Trap production and has been brought to you by the Gallifreyan Embassy and has been made possible in part by donations from listeners like you.